Welcome to Cardboard Box Games. I'm Adam. And I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. Today we're going to be talking about the reversal format. We finally got to play in our very first tournament. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about a deck which stats aren't super strong, but literally we can't beat with any of our other decks. Uh, and then finally, we'll just kind of have some random conversation about Keyforge. Yep. Let's get started. <laughs> We're going to bring back card of the week, and Andrew, why don't we start with you? What is your card of the week? So, I chose an untamed creature named Telgia. I, I, Telega. Telega. Yep. And when your opponent plays a creature, you gain one amber. I think this card I've, is phenomenal. I've never seen this card before. And I was just scrolling down the cards, and I was like, oh, this is a really cool I've card. I've actually had that card before. Really? It dies right away, by the way. I mean, if you, if you protect <laughs> Of course it will. It, yeah. If you can protect it. If you would, like, taunt guys or give it plus five power, then I think it would be really good. It is pretty cool. I have actually um, played against it before and been in a place where I'm like, I have to play creatures, and this isn't good. Yeah. I want to duck with it. Or, um, how many power? How much power is it? Three? Three. Three, Three power? Yeah, three power. And untamed. Human plus witch. I'm pretty sure that was from the uh, Call of the Archon set, if I keep in my I think order it straight. Is, yeah. It's AOA, too. Oh. Is it an AOA? Moved over? Yeah. That's cool. Really? I haven't seen it there. That does kind of make sense. I think a lot of the rares did move over. How about you, Adam? What's your so card? So my card is a disc creature called Yerk. Play. Discard one card from her hand. I actually really like this card. So you can... Play and discard cards from other houses, you know, to, like, draw more cards at the end of your turn. Especially if you know that you want to go, like, a certain house next turn, you can clear out anything else that's of a different house. You know what I mean? Of like, course. if you know you're going yeah. Shadows next turn, get rid of the Sanctum cards in your hand, for example. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I hear a lot of people down on Yurk and Old Yurk. I actually love those cards. I do, too. Ancient Yurk is a little bit too much. Yeah. Discarding three cards is rough. But then there's ways around it, like playing it as your last card. Like if you have a full hand of discs. Or yeah, whatever. and if you... I mean, the worst case scenario, you just discard it if it really can't be played. But I don't know. Like, I, I actually love the idea of just getting through my deck quicker. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I also did a discard. I did Exhume. Gives you an amber. It's an action. Choose Great a creature card. in your discard pile. You may play this creature as if it belonged to the active house and was in your hand. By far one of the best cards in the game, I believe. Totally. The fact that it gives you an amber is just icing on the cake, in my opinion. Um, it It's just phenomenal, the type of answers you can bring back. And I Actually, you've got a deck with three of them in it. Yeah. Uh, but very little creatures. And still, that card I felt like was really good. I mean, that's three amber, and like you can bring back your gatekeeper, for example. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's broken. It helped me many times. Which goes into our next thing, is that we finally got to play a reversal tournament. Yeah. The deck you brought actually did have three exhumes in it. It did. <laughs> which I was actually questioning but it surprisingly did pretty well why don't you say why don't you tell them how you did adam so i won the tournament i won three times in the reversal you tournament. went 3-0 3-0 yeah. yep uh i chose a deck that had very low creatures mm -hmm. but bunch of raw amber in it like basically every single card had raw amber in it uh so it was kind of hard keeping up with that 
but usually the decks I got had very heavy creature control so that I could just keep reaping with them. And some of the decks I got had amber And your control. deck really didn't have answers for creatures either. It didn't, no. Yeah. You would think it would since it didn't have many creatures. But, um, yeah, because you and I did some practice games ahead of time. And our decks seemed pretty e- evenly matched. Like, I destroyed you one game, and the next game you were coming back and destroying me. So it felt like whoever got, like, the best start was going to win. Yeah. Um, how about you, Andrew? So you won. You got I won. first place. How about you, Andrew? How'd you um, do? I got second place in the tournament. Um, he beat me final two. I was Using such, your deck. Yeah. It was such a close game, though. Like, I was one turn away from winning. And I thought I had the game in the bag for, like, at least like five turns now in a row. I was like, I got this. I, I feel confident. But then he just, like, full out stopped me one turn. And then that's how he won, basically. Yeah. So you you won your first one, mm-hmm. and you won you lost your second one, right? I won my second one. So you lost your last game. So you played again in the finals with Adam. Yeah. Okay. I, I said that. Um, I beat. I you thought it was the other order around. I beat you in the second round. That was right. You did beat me in the second round. Yeah. I also finished two and one. Um, yeah. Andrew's deck beat mine. Adam's deck beat Andrew. And before Dan, before the like, I had beat Adam's deck like in the reversal format. Yeah. So he was playing my deck, I was playing his. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting because he, like, my deck was really bad. It, very low creature count, and I felt like you just got, like, the optimal start on it. It was it ridiculous. It was an amazing start, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so he ended up, like, just, just getting uh, a ridiculous amount of amber. And honestly, I, I actually really liked reversal. I liked thinking about what deck to bring. I... I liked being able to look at my opponent's deck and then figure out how to play it. Oh, and by the way, so we were first, second, third. Yeah. 2-1, 2-1, 3-0. <laughs> there were seven people total. Uh, so it wasn't just the three of us playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm pretty happy. We also got store credit for that, which we is kind of neat. So we netted, netted pretty good. I think, um, I think we paid $6 to enter. You got 15 in store credit. You and I got nine dollars in store credit. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, so I was pretty happy with that too. But reversal, I know you spent a lot of time picking your deck. I did, yeah. And to be honest with you, with Andrew's deck, we had a hard time deciding which deck to use. So we literally found the worst ranked deck, and we're like, all right, let's just use this as an experiment to see like how that does. Yeah. It's a three percent deck on Ranky. Mm-hmm ridiculously low sass and ridiculously low ERC. AERC. Yeah. Mine was like a 20% on Ranky, but a, like a really low AERC and a 59 sass. I have no idea how mine was a, a 20-ish rank on Ranky. Probably because my AERC was higher than yours. Um, but regardless of that, like my deck, I felt like I made a good choice bringing mine. And I really think that if you wouldn't have got the start that you would have had... <laughs> Or if I, maybe I should have mulliganed. I think uh, I could have played that a little bit differently. Because the other thing is, like, his deck had low raw amber. So I was playing an Andrew's deck. And with the low raw amber, me just trying to get through the deck didn't matter. So I, at one point, I discarded two bad pennies and probably should have played them. And then just tried <laughs> to reap with them to try to get some extra amber. Yeah. So I, I misjudged how to play that deck, I think. I most likely would have just to kill those guys to put them back in your hand. Probably would have. Um, if my... 13 creatures on the board at the time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I do hope that, that we can do another reversal like that. I I really enjoyed that. 
Um, some people brought decks that, um, again, they were all bad, but I think some people brought decks that were less bad than ours. And mm-hmm. like, there were a couple games that we had where it was pretty easy to win with their deck over our deck. And it was it was quite funny in a few cases where um, my opponent. My opponent's hand was so bad because they had my deck, and I knew they had no answers. That I just did everything possible to get the six amber because literally there was a Marmook in my deck, and then a Mars card that steals for ready Mars creatures, and they didn't have Mars creatures. And I'm like, I just gotta get the six amber and I can win the game. Like this it's deck has three mother guns in it. The three mother guns, sort of bad, but it was kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, if you can get them going early, I don't know. Yeah, I really love knowing what my opponent has yeah because i memorized my deck beforehand and they only have one way to stop me gatekeeper but they do have three exhumes so usually when they play gatekeeper i don't kill that creature at all even if it has like i just leave it alone i mean they can't they usually can't kill my creatures people bring really low creature decks yeah and i just leave it alone the whole entire game and then they can't Bring it back yeah. and use it against me. Yeah, that's what got me in the game. Yep. Good old gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for Andrew, like you tried to find a deck, and we ended up using one of Adam's decks, actually, ultimately. Yeah. And like, it looks like an okay deck. It's a Shadows deck, a discard, disc deck, and an untamed deck. And I actually yeah. think it was the only Shadows deck I saw there. Yeah. Okay, none was, of my opponents had shadows. The, when we first talked about what decks we should bring to a reversal, we were saying it can't be anything with do with shadows. And Adam's like, I got a really bad shadows track. I was like, what? And it ended <laughs> up being bad. Uh, and the three houses, too, like, those are like three of my favorite houses. And I was like, no way. It's that just can't a be combination bad. of cards just weren't good. And it even had like a binding irons in it. Like, it had some good cards, but it just. Life or life. It just did not come together. Yeah, it had Brent Fanatic and Life for Life, which I was desperately looking for in my game. I could not get my Life for the Life. Um, but yeah, it's... I don't know. I think... I think, like, everybody should have... You know, if you're getting rid of decks, you should always keep your bottom worst decks, and you should also keep your best decks. Yeah. Of course. Because uh, Reversal is something that I... I think... I don't know. I think it's something that, that could really become popular just in like casual formats. And I hopefully our game store does it again. But it seems like it seems like um the attendance for Keyforge has tailed off a little bit, so I'm hoping yeah. hoping it picks back up again. It always makes me sad when I get to the game store and there's like tons of the people there playing Yu Gi Oh or Pokemon or Magic. And then we've got a group of like seven or eight playing Keyforge because Keyforge is such a good game. One of our tournaments had like twenty people on it before. Well, we've never had that again. That was like our first that was tournament. The, very, the first tournament was amazing. Um, yeah, it makes me want really want to get back to a vault tour because to be there with a hundred people that are trying to play Keyforge would be awesome. That would be really yeah. cool. Well, then people, some people take it really seriously though, and not make it fun. Yeah, that's the one thing, but. But it's okay. I mean, I'm actually, I love competitive stuff, so I just ignore people when they get super, like, snobby or rude. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's jump over to your deck, which is Prof, Madman, Madman is in quotes, so it's Prof, period, Madman in quotes, (laughs) Rudder. Madman. And what's ridiculous about this deck is I've got decks that are way higher SAS. And ERC, too. And higher AERC. Same. And I have yet to be able to beat this deck. And we've played multiple games. I've tried different strategies against it. 
And the reason for it is this weird combination of cards and the way that he pilots the deck in such a way that I think, like, if you started playing this deck right away, you probably wouldn't do as well with it. But what Adam knows is Adam knows how to, like, play this in such a way to consistently, like, just stop you from forging. Or if you do forge, you're going to be paying him a ton of amber left over. Of course. And yeah. would you say you're stage five for the stuck? I would have to say yes for stage five. Yeah. All right. So the Ranky uh, rating is 78.7%, which is pretty good. The SAS is 80, but the AERC is only 55, which actually, in my mind, I've always thought AERC was almost a bigger determining factor than SAS rating. So I feel like we've got a deck that your SAS rating is like 70 is, right? And there's not many in the 70s. AERC 70. AERC, that's what I mean. AERC yeah. 70, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and we weren't able to beat it with that deck either. And... I'm telling you, it is because of the inter, interdimensional graphs. Yeah. I really believe it's interdimensional graphs. I don't know, Adam. I'll let you talk about this year deck. Uh, what do you think the magic is this deck? And we'll go through house by house, and maybe you can talk about the key cards that um, that you find like help you win. Well, like you said, interdimensional graft is a big factor of it because if my opponent gains too much amber, I can always stop them or slow them down completely with interdimensional graft and titan mechanic combo yeah he'll play two titan mechanics you'll you'll get like eight amber he'll play two titan mechanics let you forge a key for four and then he'll take four of your amber back and it's like what just happened okay but i don't think that's my main house okay my main house for me is sanctum i believe all right because i have tons of creatures and their synergy is really good together. Yeah, your Protectrix and stuff is really nice in there. Of course, in Champion Tapras, Terms of Redress, two Sergeant Zekiels. Yeah. Uh, you also have take, take Hostages to slow people down. Yeah. Uh, Radiant Truth to stun stuff. Blinding Light to stun stuff. And Whispering Reliquary Return an Artifact. To yeah, and that's hand. also very painful, too. The yeah. other thing is I'd say Logos... I feel like looking at it, Logos feels incredibly strong. It is very strong. You have a Novu Archaeologist, and what I've seen you do a lot of times is for Go Reaping with that, it uses action to archive your interdimensional graft again. Yep. And um, it's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> the way that works. You also got two mothers. You've got Spectral Tunneler, Sloppy Lab Work, and Twin Bolt Emission. So you do have some direct damage. You have Dr. Escatera, which. You know, you're not really afraid of your opponent forging early. So maybe you get some amber off of them and then two Titan mechanics and a research smoko. So like looking at this list, it doesn't feel like it's ridiculous, but playing it out, especially when you look at the combo you have with shadows. So why don't you talk through your shadow cards that you've got? In my opinion, I don't feel like the shadows the strongest house, probably one of the weaker ones. Okay. It's ghostly hand. Does it have ghostly? It does have ghostly hand, but what really help shadow bring the um help what really <laughs> what really makes shadow really good in that deck in my opinion is speed sigil it mm -hmm. leads on to lots of awesome combos with Especially my logos with sanctum. in sanctum yeah but um what really does also help is having miasma mm -hmm. and like oh. urchin in it yeah because you'll miasma and then you'll interdimensional graph the next turn um because you've already made them like skip a turn, and yep. you really aren't afraid of letting them forge a key for a ton of, when they have a ton of amber, yeah. and just whatever amber they have left over, you'll just take it. 
My only problem is though of like cheat or key cheats. I mean, because mm-hmm. if I do get too greedy, they could forge. Yeah, and even with tight tight mechanic out, they could still forge with key charge more easier. Yeah, and I think um, I think some board wipes too would actually be good against this deck. The other cool things that you've got with like uh, the speed sigil is you've got bullet eye. Yeah. Uh, which I'll actually, you know, you can just come in and blow a creature up right away. Yeah, shadow self to protect the bullet. You have shadow self to protect things. Your mother's, like I said, I don't know why, but you always seem to start early game with your mothers, and it, and then you have like just enough ways to keep them safe with your sanctum guys that I can't destroy them. So you get this card advantage, plus the stealing from interdimensional graft, plus the making your keys cheaper. Because think about it this way. So. You've gained 8 Amber. On Adam's turn, maybe he has 2 Amber, right? He ends his turn, but he's played Interdimensional Graft on 2 Titan Mechanics. You go to Forge, all right? You're, you're forging your key for 4. You're giving him 4 Amber back. When it gets back to his turn, if you haven't destroyed the Titan Mechanics, he's forging for 4 right away. Like, based... I mean, he gains enough Amber on your, your his opponent's turn to basically forge a key on his turn a lot of times. And it is, like, one of the toughest things to play against because um, there's nothing you can do against interdimensional graft when that happens. And then having that leap of, you know, getting, getting like, that chunk of three to four amber on an interdimensional graft is just crazy in my mind. And see, he's got things like Raiding Knight and Champion Tapris to capture in terms of redress and Urchin. And he's got, and like, Miasma and Ghostly Hand. So he has ways to, like nick away at your amber when he needs to as well yeah um but this deck really made me realize like how good interdimensional graphs actually is if you only only have the card that doubles your opponent's everybody's amber Finite rupture and then just do international graph well two titan mechanics this is call of archon though. yeah so it wouldn't be in this one but still yeah. it's crazy that would have been like you could still like take eight amber and i actually one. never really paid attention to novu archaeologist that much but i've seen the way that he plays that um, he'll use that to do interdimensional graph, sometimes a miasma, you know, and there's just like a lot of different ways he can do that to just keep replaying cards again. Uh, he'll bring back some of his sanctum stuff. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, a couple other things I've been thinking about, um, not about this deck, but a different topic. Okay. For like legacies, since they're going to make new um, sets in May and November, mm-hmm. do you think it's possible to have a legacy from the new set they, into the set one sets person happening the right tur- now? One person said at the tournament that it's possible to get a whole legacy Maverick Mars house or Sanctum house. I'm talking about the future No, sets they'll never coming. go into the old sets. I mean, is it possible? Like, they have cards so. already planned I'm out? I'm actually betting they're probably going to quit printing the old sets. So I don't think it'll ever go back in time. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that you can actually um, get an entire old house to move forward to the new set. I like that. So you can actually have, like, because Mars is cycled out, there's a potential that Mars can come in. in or Sanctum. Or yeah. Sanctum. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. But back to this deck, is there... Like, if, if I'm playing against this deck, I've literally tried every single deck that I felt like that was reasonably good against it, and it made me, like, realize, like... Either this deck is just incredibly good against my playstyle, or like I've got to figure out the magic, how to stop like the interdimensional graph, Titan mechanic. You need purging cards. 
and gain in racing is horrible against the stack. It is. He's yes. like, yeah, gain all the amber you want. I don't care. And then he'll let you get a key, but steals a bunch of amber. He'll take all your amber from it, and then he forges a key on his next turn. Um, it's crazy, crazy hard. And the other thing is, is like my one of my decks has too much to protect and doorstep to heaven, but with two Titan mechanics out, neither one of those actually stop him from forging. Huh. So is. if he steals your amber, you have to figure out a way to deal with the Titan mechanics and steal enough amber. Um, it, it is just absolutely mind blowing because, like for in my deck in particular, my shadows deck I have shadows typically as smaller creatures, and they can't really kill Titan mechanics. So if you call Shadows do too much to protect to steal things. He's down to six amber, but he's still forging for four because of Titan mechanics, and you can't kill those things. <laughs> yeah, it wow. is. It is a really fun. It's an impressive deck, and the scores do not. This just shows me like with all the testing, and I'm not saying that we've only played a handful, uh, a couple games here. I've played a lot of games against this deck. I am probably really in did. the. In 20, the dozens 30. of games, yeah, maybe 20, in the 30. 20s of games. 20, 30, yeah. Um, and that doesn't count what you two have played. And yeah. you've played it on the Crucible as well. I have. have you lost on the Crucible yet? Not yet, no. <laughs> and, like, I walked by and still, I'm like, hey, you're way behind. He still won because, like, he had, like, three creatures. His opponent had, like, 12. And it didn't matter because his opponent couldn't stop the interdimensional graph stuff he was doing. Like, it's just unbelievable to me. Um, yeah. Anyway... Anything else to say about this deck, Adam? This is the one that everybody's been asking about in our comments about. Yep. Yeah, it is that. Prof with a period, Madman in quotes, Rudder, R-U-T-T-E-R. Into period. like um, Prof, period, Madman, quotation. Yeah, and then and Rudder. Then, and there's oh, the colon's just in our, our thing. That's not actually in there. Oh, but <laughs> um, my bad. All right. That would be weird if they put colon. <laughs> that would be pretty weird. <laughs> um. But anyway, the like like I said, my decks that are way higher. Like I have a ninety eight percentile ranky deck, and it just gets smoked by this one. I have an Same urchin here. deck that does really good, and it gets smoked by this one. And I think I've just got to sit and brainstorm like how to actually play against it. And it might literally be that this is a requires a different playstyle for the decks that I have, and I just haven't figured out what that is yet. It's like, is my strategy not to gain Amber? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. is it wait for him to play the interdimensional graph so I can... I mean, I do have two. That's the yeah. other problem is the two makes but it But I really think it's with key cheats. Like, um, build up good untamed. Like, have a bunch of Dust Pixies, Hunting Witch, a way to gain a bunch of Amber and key charge right away on that turn. Yeah, I mean, that would do some of them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, with key cheats, I think, I think it's interesting because, um, I've never had a case yet where we've played interdimensional graft and someone key cheated the next turn. Uh, Does key cheat? I think key cheat would still give you the leftover Amber. I think it most likely. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, if that you, would even matter if you could predict key, like when they're doing it. Would it? I don't know if it would. Because I think inter we'd have to look up the writing of interdimensional graph, but I think it's like if your opponent forges a key, they give you the remaining amber. Yeah, most likely. So key cheats would re be that. And 
I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if that actually could stand against it. I do think you need a board wipe against this deck, and unfortunately, a lot of my decks um, don't have the greatest board wipes. We didn't try the deck where I had like six board wipes in it. Yeah, we need to try one of those because I do think like board wipes potentially. Because if you can keep him from being able to get all the value he does from his Sanctum, which is an incredible amount of value in my opinion, especially because Protectress, he'll literally just keep healing and fighting, healing and fighting. And then they can't take any more damage the rest of the turn, which is mm. also cool. Yeah, and he will archive them with his other card, like his uh, um, Novu Archivist. If you So you have to kill that thing too. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, the one thing to note is Speed Sigil does help you too. So if there's cards that you have that could benefit from Speed Sigil, it might new, be... New Rock Archivist. You could just have Speed Sigil, play him. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Archive he stuff. does do that all the time to me. All right. So any other random news from you guys on uh, Keyforge? Anything you have that you want to share or talk about? Or I guess maybe even better yet, what's your plan for this week in Keyforge? I really don't know. Haven't uh, thought about it that far yet? I haven't thought that far, no. I just hope... Do you know if there's a tournament this week? No, uh, I mean, our tournaments seem to be so far spread out now. Uh, why? I don't know. <laughs> it's because not enough people show up anymore. We need... Peoples. People to come out and play tournaments with us. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, yeah. And some new people. So. I'm actually... You know, for this week, I want to get... Start grinding some games on the Crucible. Yeah. I'd like to um, I'd like to get to the point where, with some of my Age of Ascension decks, where I am with some of my Call of Archons decks, where I know how to play them really well. So I need to just grind out a bunch of games. Maybe you guys can do some more experimentation against this deck to see if anyone can beat this during the week while I'm at work. That'd be kind of fun for you guys to keep going against Professor Madman Rudder. Um. And then I guess uh, on the other end is like I'm just keeping an eye out for new cards from Worlds Collide. There is a dinosaur card that was revealed that I'm super excited about. There's a bunch of cards I'm really excited about. I am. If you look at my playstyle, I am very much like a. I love value, and there's a dinosaur that um, I think it's a playability, and you look at the top three cards of your deck. Oh, you, you put, play one. You put, put one, one in your hand. Discard one. Discard one, one and archive one. That is like an amazing card to me. That sounds really beautiful. Uh, that's like automatic value right off the bat. And that's the type of cards I really like is value card. How about you, Andrew? You got any fun plans for Keyforge? Do you want to try to take an Adam on this week against this deck? I'll probably do some Crucible. And I, I'm going to test out that one board wipe deck. Against Adam's deck? Yeah. yeah. That, that's pretty much it, though. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty much it for me. Um, thank you guys for, for tuning thing, in. Man. Yeah, go ahead. So we have um, a website now if you want to buy our products. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually have launched, uh, launched some T-shirts and some other goodies, and we'll have a link in the YouTube video below, which I'm super excited about. Adam worked really hard on getting that together. We do it all on Teespring, so we get a small percentage of any product that's sold. So it helps us kind of like buy better equipment and and get our video um, get our video quality up, which we've put a lot of money into everything that we've got here. We just need to yeah. keep we need to we need to keep doing that to try to make it better. We recently changed over to a new editing software as well, which yeah. seems to make things it's a amazing. lot better. It's way better. Honestly, it is. And uh, yeah. Holy 
awesome. Just want to say thank you guys for for watching, and I think we're at like 225 subscribers now, so I'm super excited about that. That's awesome, man. We should do something fun when we hit 300. Maybe we can do a giveaway or something for everyone that, we should, that yeah, comment. Give away free decks or something, or yeah, maybe we can give away like open a deck and give away a deck or a couple decks or something yeah. for I mean, 300. We have all our decks that we don't really need that are still pretty decent or good, so we can give those people to them too. Yeah, maybe people will want some of our other decks, yeah, too. Or definitely. we can open a random one. Yeah, open a random one. Or just not even open it. Just give it to them. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so to get us to that 300, please hit the subscribe button. And yeah. give the video a thumbs up. It really helps a lot. Thank you, guys. And if you're on the audio version of this, please be for, be uh, leave us a review on there, too. That helps us with the ratings there as well. Thank you guys, and see you next time. Keep gaming. Keep gaming. gaming.